0: Well, thank you for joining us today on Tetelestai. We're continuing in the message Moses, Jesus, and the last days. And as we closed the podcast yesterday, we were discussing and looking at the genealogy of Adam in Genesis 5 and how that very genealogy and the meaning of each of the names in that genealogy list was pointing prophetically to the work of the Messiah. There are so many hidden treasures in what we call the Old Testament, the Torah, the prophets, and the writings. As Jesus said, they all point to and reveal him. He is the focus of the Torah. He is the goal of the law and the prophets. So let's continue on looking at how Moses points to Jesus. It's there. To a Jew, see, this is, they they, under, they understood these things, so they knew the meaning of the names. And Jesus could go back to Genesis 5 and the, the Torah and say, see guys, it's been pointing to me all along. What's interesting also is Methuselah's name has a double meaning. Methuselah means also his death brings judgment. So it could also read, a man substituted for incurable humanity and erected the shining light of God and coming down to teach, his death shall bring judgment and mighty rest. Powerful rest. He's there. And he's been there all along. Pointing to this one thing, God says, I love you. I want a relationship with you. And I'm going to give you every picture, every pattern that I possibly can. You may have to dig a little bit. But when you dig, you're going to find the treasure and that treasure is going to reveal just how much I love you and how bad I want a relationship with you. Jesus fulfilled all of these. And then the final thing we have here is obviously is prophecies. Direct specific prophecies In the Torah, pointing to the Messiah. Let's look at those real quick in closing. Genesis 3, the one we read last week, verses 14 and 15. The Lord God said to the serpent, because you did this, cursed are you above all the cattle, the livestock, every animal, of the field on your belly you will go and dust you will eat in all the days of your life. I will put enmity or animosity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed and he will crush your head and you will crush his heel. Again, crushing the head of the serpent, death blow to the serpent, ultimate defeat, but it's not going to be without pain being afflicted and inflicted upon the seed of the woman. Pain. You will bruise his heel. Do you know where the spike went in when they nailed Christ's feet to the cross? The top of the ankle into the heel. What's even more interesting, and this is not even time to get into this, when David killed Goliath, one of the things that Goliath did was, or David did to Goliath, he chopped his head off. And there's two things he took back with him to Jerusalem. He took Goliath's sword with him, and he took his head with him, and he placed it in a significant spot in Jerusalem. There's a lot of research now being done into this. The term Gulgatha, Goliath of Gath, the place of the skull. This giant who tormented and taunted Israel was defeated by the young king. Many believe that the place where Christ was actually crucified was where Goliath's skull actually was taken. You will bruise his heel, but he will crush your head. A prophecy. Go to Genesis 12, verses 1 through 3. Abraham is told specifically by God. He says, Here's a prophecy. And, and, and this, is, this is Messiah Prophecies 101, really. This is, this is the kindergarten of stuff that Jesus would have gone through with his apostles. He says, the Lord said to Abraham, get out from among your people, your land, your relatives, your father's house to the land that I will show you. My heart's desire is to make you into a great nation, to bless you and to make your name great so that you may be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And in you, through you, in your seed, shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Not just the Jews, but all the nations of the earth. Something is going to be done for them through your seed. And then go to Genesis 49. Jacob is blessing his sons and he's imparting blessing to them. And Genesis 49, look down in verse 8. He comes to the son Judah, Judah. And he comes to him and he says, Judah, so you are, your brothers will praise you. Your hand will be on your enemy's neck. Your father's sons will bow down to you. A lion's cub is Judah. From the prey, my son, you have gone up. He crouches and lies down like a lion or like a lioness. And who will rouse him? The scepter will not pass from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet until he to whom it belongs will come. And to him will be the obedience of all the nations, all the people. Jacob didn't even realize what he was doing. He was prophesying of one who would come that all the nations of the earth would worship and give obedience to. From who? Judah. Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Prophecy there. And then look over in Numbers chapter 24. Here's the pagan, Balaam, who had been asked by Balak to curse Israel. Israel. Balaam says, I can't speak anything but what the Lord God puts in my mouth. And so, three times he's asked to do that. And his final prophecy over Israel in Numbers 24, verse 15 we will finish that tomorrow. And we will finish this message Moses, Jesus, and the last days. And look at Balaam's prophecy a very significant one, as well as tying into what is currently happening in the land of Israel and the destruction of all of her enemies. Well, may the grace and joy and peace of our father be the experience of your heart today. And Lord willing, we will see you again tomorrow.